It is time, ladies and gentlemen. It is six o'clock. It is Thursday. That means that we are on the three count. Hello, hello, and welcome to the only live wrestling show here on Sin Nation. But for tonight, it's not the only wrestling show we're going to be talking about because I am joined by the lovely, lovely. Why don't you please introduce yourself? <laughs> that was great. Hi, my name is Erin, and I am a co-host on Sin's podcast, The Hot Tag, with Ez and Jules. We cover wrestling in the WWE, wrestling from all parts of the globe, and Australian wrestling. So here we go. I have mentioned them so many times on the show. I've told you to go and check them out, and now finally, one of them has decided to join us for the show, as we have a lot to talk about. It has been... Don't we ever. It has been a huge week of wrestling. It's been wrestle-centric, and I am absolutely loving, well, loving some of it, some other stuff we have to talk about to quite a large extent to see if it was actually any good. (laughs) (laughs) That's still up in the air for that. Yeah. But we will be talking about later later on in the show. We have NXT, we have uh, SummerSlam, that was the other big show. I totally didn't figure about that. SummerSlam? What's what's SummerSlam? God, no. It's a B show to what they think WrestleMania should be, but (laughs) that's a whole other thing. And just plenty more to talk about. NXT TakeOver Brooklyn the second. This was a very hyped event. It was... Like, TakeOver Brooklyn has pretty much become WrestleMania for NXT. Pretty much. Uh, which is actually kind of awesome because it then gives them that little bit more of legitimacy. And it's just, it's always a good show, as you can tell from the two that have happened already. So we're going to run through, I, I mean, I say quickly, but, you know, there's too much to talk about to go through too quickly. Uh, but we're going to run through the card of NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, give you our thoughts on the matches. Um, now that, unfortunately, I couldn't catch every single little detail. But I caught majority of the matches and saw some of the highlights, at least. Well, I glued my bottom to the seat and watched the entirety <laughs> of it from start to finish. So I got you covered. I don't blame you. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, so we're going to run through it from start to finish with Austin Aries defeating No Way Jose, unfortunately. I don't know. I've, yeah. I'm a huge Mark for Austin Aries. <laughs> and I think all of Brooklyn is as well. It was such a strange dynamic at Full Sail because they're so like intensely hardcore fans that heels and faces pretty much don't exist. No. But then you get like the true, real good heels. Oh, yeah. People that actually know how to work it properly. Yeah. And then you just go, yeah, okay. I hate you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the way you should be. No, uh, this was a really good match. I mean... What a way to start off the main event. It was exciting. Of course, he had that conga line at the start, which got everyone a bit pumped. That was cool, but I thought it was a bit weird that it sort of tailed off. <laughs> it's like it should have. It annoyed me. I just went to full OCD levels yeah, yeah. of why did it not circle the entire ring? <laughs> the weirdest part of that was the first guy in the line had an Austin Aries shirt on. <laughs> and I'm like, did they think this through? No. Not at all in any single form. <laughs> but I think of Austin Aries is a little bit weird to me because I just... I haven't seen him connect properly. Yeah. I don't know what it is, if it's just me or if it's like his way of working. Just mm-hmm. Maybe it's a little too old school for typical NXT, so it's taken a little while to for me to warm up to him. And I didn't really catch him in TNA either. Yeah. I saw a little bit of him, but all I remember was his drop kicks in the corner, which are brutal. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think that's the case with him. He's, he's one of those guys who's kind of just got lost in the mix a little bit. He's come up... And he got massive hype when he rocked up, but then it kind of just... I don't know if he was wasted at the start. Like, that initial buzz didn't quite pick up. Yeah. Uh, I guess maybe this could be his redemption. He was in need of a win. That's true. And Noe Jose was the good guy to take it out on. Yeah. 
I this... think Jose will keep going. Like oh, he's got good man. momentum. He's he's got a long way to go. Uh, the second match of the night saw the debut of Ember Moon. <laughs> wow, Damn, girl! Wow, this is a personality to behold. Um, Ember Moon. I'm just double checking this. What her previous name was because she was actually an indie star under the name of Athena. So if you're a follower of the indies, then you'd probably recognize that name. And holy hell, she can move like nobody else. That is incredible. Yeah, I got like crazy Mickey James vibes. Like, oh, she did. came out as a bit of an underdog and she was like, but she was raring to go. She's yeah. t- this tiny little thing, but full of energy. <laughs> you say tiny little thing, but did you see that six pack on her? Oh, ripped. Like she, yeah, she is built. Yeah. And she can still move, she flies like nobody else. Yeah. I haven't seen stuff like that before, especially from a woman. It's, yeah. it's amazing. And we have to talk about that finisher. Oh, <laughs> a top rope stunt. Like I, people criticized John Cena's springboard stunner yeah. for good reason, because it always looked horrible. When I heard, because I'd sort of had a little look on who Ember Moon might be, that she does a top rope stunner, I was like, oh, God. This yeah, is it's like a top awful. rope corkscrew. She's full yeah. spins. It's almost as if it's like a half moon salt. She flips yeah, mid-air. Yeah, it's pretty much... And- it's it's like Alexa Bliss's dive. Yeah. However, she ends up sitting and grabbing the other person's head midway through. Yeah. And it looks amazing. Eat your heart out, Stone Cold. <laughs> Damn. The only thing I didn't like was Billy Kay's selling of it. Yeah, I mean Billy Kay, she's got a. As opposed to Ember Moon, they've got two completely different builds. Billy Kay's yeah. obviously very tall and quite slender, so I think with the height of that move, it was quite a juxtaposition. I, I love Billy Kay. I, I love her character. I have a yeah. problem with her wrestling. Okay. Because she comes out as this sort of... I don't know. It's like the representation of the nighttime is basically what her character is right now. At least that's the best way that I can put it with my mm. concussed head. <laughs> and then she comes out and wrestles, and she just wrestles like any other woman. And she just... She screams. She shouldn't be screaming. Yeah. She comes out with this really calm personality and then screams and, and just... Yeah, I see what you, I see what you mean. Yeah. She's, yeah. Yeah, I see it now. Damn, <laughs> you've just killed it for me. Uh, it's okay. Hopefully she can redeem it. Um, but, yeah, the selling of the stunner for me was a little bit weird because she just sort of... It didn't... It needed to be a rock sell. Mm-hmm. And instead she just sort of... Like, good on her for trying to get camera position. But she sort of flopped forward and did this little, uh, I'm, uh, um, no, I'm down. And it just, it looked like it was forced. She needed to do the full handstand. Yeah. Bounce against the ropes, <laughs> rebound. Exactly. Like, who cares if it's in front of the hard cam? Just get a good sell on it. That's the, oh, that's the important thing here. Um, the other thing I don't like about Ember Moon is that, again, I just go back to the way that they, they sell the character. She comes out with this really cool music. The vignettes had this very mystique sort of idea to it. And then she comes out and she's... Like a total baby face. She's yeah. really chirpy. Like yeah. Mickey James. Exactly. That, that's why I got she, that vibe. She, yeah. Yeah. See, now I get it from there. Yeah. It's, it's exactly like that. It was a full Mickey James vibe when I was expecting like a Bray Wyatt type of thing. Uh, that would have been cool. Well, that's Sister what Abigail. Been, that, oh. <laughs> hey. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> totally just fantasy booking right now in my head. <laughs> Fangirl in the hell out Sorry, of she's only just debuted. Give her some time. <laughs> Give her some time. It could still happen. Uh, the next match, and I just realized how long we've been going for, so we'll sort of plow through these a bit. Uh, actually, no, in fact, we'll take a break midway through. Bobby Roode, the glorious one himself, 
descended from the heavens. No joke. <laughs> he came down on a scissor lift that was draped in the almighty aura of darkness and just highlighting his amazing Ric Flair robe. He points That's to the so screen good. and it comes up with his name and everything's glorious and pianos are playing and oh wow. Who, whose entrance was better, do you think? Bobby Roode or Shinsuke? Oh. I know, right? I'm so torn. <laughs> oh. I was the exact same when I got asked that question. I was just like, I can't deal with this emotional yeah. trauma. It's just too much to think of. They were both so amazing. I think. I think I'm going to have to think about it during the break. <laughs> Good call. Um, but yes, Bobby Roode defeated Andrade Cien Almas, a man that I just can't get around. Yeah, nah. I, I don't like him. Yeah, nah. It doesn't help when Bobby comes in the ring and like shouts, I'm better than you, you're <laughs> crap, and Andrade's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, sure, whatever. I, I understand what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> I, I know many... That wasn't Spanish, was it? I didn't understand you at all. My problem wow. with him is that he comes out to this really just sort of tame music. Mm. He wears No Way Jose's outfit, strips it off, <laughs> and then he's got do. these cool tights on. It's like, why yeah. do you wear that? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's just No Way Jose's gear with a hat. Basically. And suspenders. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, come on, man. Come up with something different. It's not working. Yeah. But yes, Bobby Roode came out with the win, thankfully. And a match that went for 10 minutes, apparently. It's a bit of a squash match, really. I just, uh, honestly, I didn't even see this match. I was just like, all right, I saw Bobby Roode's entrance. That's all I need. Mm. And then I saw who won. Um, yep. So I didn't need much more than that. Yeah, uh, Bobby Roode, like, crazy worker. I think he's living up to the hype. But, yeah, just this match is a bit of an exhibition for him. Which it should be. Yeah. For his first match in, it sort of had to be. Yeah. And it works for me. It's just like how Apollo Crews had his first match at the takeover. It's it's that exact same sort of thing. Yeah, good call. So it works out very well. Uh, the second half I didn't realise was all of the titles. It was all the title matches, which is awesome. That's the way it should be. Exactly. We'll get to that. <laughs> that will be brought up very soon, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> but yes, the first of the three title matches was for the NXT Tag Team Championships, where Scott Dorshin and... Scott Dorshin? Yes, that works. That works. Dorshin and Dash Wilder... Took on Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, who finally have an actual tag team name, which I have completely forgotten what the hell it was. DIY. There it is. (laughs) My face right now is just like, (laughs) why, boys? Uh, Okay, yeah, they needed a tag name. Their names were too long, but... DIY is not a good one. No. Well, no, isn't it hashtag DIY? Yeah, it's hashtag it. Just to add a little bit of salt oh. to the wound there. <laughs> and they come out with these baby blue shirts that don't <laughs> suit them in any way, shape, or form. No. It's, oh, wow. Look good on them. They're, they're doing something. Oh, they're crazy. Tag team division is lit. Oh, it is. Except in SmackDown. But there's a whole other thing. <laughs> yep. Um, but this was the match of the night. Yeah, hands down. The, oh, wow. I mean, the NXT tag division is sort of what's holding up NXT at the moment. Like, obviously, everything else is doing great, but you put that tag division way up the top. Yeah, that's sure. That's what's doing it. And the Revival are so killing it. Yeah, yeah. They're, like, so strong as the tag team champions at the minute. Like, that belt is so legitimate because mm. they're carrying it and people are fighting for it. Like, these guys, everyone loves them, Tommaso and Johnny, like... Everyone is so behind. They're so over, especially yeah. after the Cruiserweight Classic. Everyone is obsessed with them. And to see them come so close but just miss out. I mean, if you watch that match, 
you are on the edge of your seat for the entire time. <laughs> like they have perfected false finishes to a T. Oh, so well, and they they did so many. Yeah, there was it, like it was four brilliant. in the last five minutes or so where yeah. I was just like, okay, this is this is not good. My heart is going to fall <laughs> out of my chest. Like. It was a great match. That was how you do tag team wrestling. Yeah, I think people forget how good tag team wrestling can be because it's normally just, I guess, a bit of a showcase, putting like two big guys mm. over who've got a big match coming up on the weekend or something, put the two baby faces together, put the two heels oh, together and chuck them in the ring together. We'll main event SmackDown. That's not tag team wrestling in any sense of the word. No. And now yeah. that we're actually getting proper tag matches with titles that actually mean something, it's just so much better. Yeah. I'm loving it so much more. Um, so the revival go on strong. Who who faces them? Do we get TM six one to step up, or I are we? I think they're going to get a push. I mean, well, you've got to think about the authors of pain, or whatever their name is. Is that their name? Yeah, yeah authors of pain. <laughs> I'm like, what a crap name. Anyway, <laughs> there's a lot of really bad names in the tag division. They are. <laughs> they, I mean, they've got to go somewhere. Unless we're still building them up, which I like. I like a slow build. Yeah. And. NXT is the best place to do that. You don't get that on main roster anymore. You get three weeks to build a story before you go into a, a pay-per-view. It's, it's short-term booking. Mm, and NXT these guys get is, months. Yeah, months, because, of course, you can't put all of your stars on one show. They're limited to the amount of exposure they get, TV time. And it just makes for better quality television and better storytelling. Exactly. It's so good. Now then, the women's championship match... So Asuka take on Bailey for what seemed to be and can now be confirmed is the last time on NXT. I honestly thought we were going to get a two-time women's champ, but really, I'm I'm not even mad, bro. I'm <laughs> not even mad. This is sick. Like Asuka is phenomenal. Oh, she's amazing. She is like the first sort of person that you look at and you go, "That is a legit, like not even just contender, a legit champion." Mm. Like, I think Karma was the last person that gave me that sort of feeling. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, if you take on this person, you could possibly die. <laughs> I, I think what contributed to that as well, of course, the mystique of being from Japan and having built mm. up a reputation there. But just this slow build process, again, that's gone into Asuka. She came in however many months ago and she was facing Dana Brooke and oh, Emma yeah. at the time. And she was just smashing absolutely everyone and then she finally got to Bailey, and it was a piece of cake, man. She yeah. choked her out. <laughs> it's like she's given that, again, that women's title such a prestige that I'd say that it's lacking on the main roster at this point in time anyway, especially in the last week or so. I mean, <sighs> I'm so <laughs> upset about the main roster. <laughs> we'll get to that, though. But, yeah, I feel like this match was perfect because it was not only a great send-off for Bailey. But it told such an amazing story because you had Asuka showing off her technical prowess and obviously the Asuka lock was something that's gotten over so huge. Mm. But Bailey got out of it multiple times. And then you saw, okay, well, Shinsuke's not the only one that knows hard style, strong style, yeah. because she kicked her in the back of the head. Yeah. Whoa! She's brutal. <laughs> she, she, does the, she does, like, the spinning elbows and... Forearms and everything, man. They don't hold back. No, they don't hold and back. And Bailey took that like an absolute champ. Oh, she is a champ. <sighs> just make her her own belt, for God's sake. <laughs> like, just chuck her a belt. I don't even care if it's the women's belt or not, because I yep. like Charlotte. But just give her a belt, <laughs> and I am happy. Exactly. 
And then we had the main event of the night. Saw Shinsuke Nakamura take on Samoa Joe for the NXT Championship. I, I, I want to go out on a limb here and say that in the production meeting before the show, Triple H went up to these two and just went, all right, so for the first half of the match, I don't want you to plan out anything. I just want you to beat the hell out of each other. Oh, yeah. Just wail on each other for five minutes. No, ten minutes, in fact. This was a 20-minute long match. Mm. <laughs> just, all right, well, if you guys get hurt, then uh, whoopsie. Because I'm pretty sure that after about three kicks, Samoa Joe legit dislocated his jaw. Yeah. I don't know at what point during the match it happened, but I think that they definitely had to cut that match short because it was a bit deflated towards the end. I wouldn't say it went short because that was still 20 minutes. It was, I that's, think that's it was meant to go at match. least maybe five minutes longer. They were, they were building it up and up and then it kind of just stopped with the Kinshasas and then Joe just kind of rolled out and, of course, they threw the X up. But yeah. that, that wasn't meant to be seen. That was... Yeah, that sort of took away from it a little bit. I, I, yeah, I think like when it's positioned in that way, when they don't want you to see it, it's a legit injury. But oh, yeah. if they're going to stage it, of course, then it's part of a work. Joe, Joe obviously did get hurt, which broke my heart. Cause but I he's a monster Joe. of a man. Like he's going to come back from that within two weeks, just be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it whatever. Happened. I just broke my jaw. Don't they, even worry about gonna it. They're going to have the rematch, and and Samoa's just going to be wanting come up and yeah. like he's just going to forearm people in the face just for the hell of it. <laughs> like whatever. I I was hoping he'd get his push to the main roster, sometime soon. I there was a lot of reports going around that he'd be debuting for SmackDown this week, mm. and I was just sitting there thinking he did dislocate his jaw about three days ago. Mm. Like give the man some time. <laughs> give him a minute to breathe. <laughs> he still has to have the rematch. For the title. Yeah. And to recover this injury, which, I, I mean, I don't know how long it takes. I'm sure that it won't be too long. But he's still going to take some little bit of time. So I'd say after the next takeover, we'd be looking at Samoa Joe debuting on the main roster. As long as he eats his vitamins and says his prayers, <laughs> he'll be right. Yeah, and doesn't break his jaw any further. <laughs> uh, but by the end of that, Shinsuke Nakamura has come out as your new NXT champion. The ninth title holder i believe from yeah. what i remember seeing yeah yeah ninth and wow was that a pop it looks good on him it, <laughs> it looks does. good it goes really well with the red no it suits he, him he, so well yeah he totally deserves it i mean you think he just deserves that universal championship he, <laughs> he doesn't even need to work his way up but my god he's he's changing nxt not that it even needed that extra mainstream no, push in my just, opinion but he's, he's just, given it that little bit more yeah, I mean, you've got him there, you've got Asuka there, you've got even Joe there, who's he calls himself the person who brought strong style to the US back in TNA. Yeah. He's, these guys are like veterans of the game, and when you put veterans in the same melting pot as these up-and-comers, you're going to influence that new breed of wrestlers who are coming up, and you've just got gold sitting there in your hands. <laughs> it's just magic. NXT, wow. And then they're going to come down to Australia. 